0: welcome to speak with eve i'm your host eve uedic <laughs> and today's guest is my dear friend chanel margot uh, chanel is a model has been a model uh, even though she's in her early 20s has been a model for a long time now <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> welcome yes. to the show chanel Thank you, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here speaking to Eve, <laughs> uh, who's been my second mom since I was probably like six years old. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I love um, it. I've watched you grow
0: up, and I've watched you become the woman that you know you're becoming, uh, more and more beautiful every day. Thank but you. also, <laughs> I've seen how much work you know, and dedication, and and commitment it has taken for you to pursue this. Is calling, yeah, <laughs> um, definitely, yeah, which is modeling, influencing, um,
1: a little bit of acting, a little, a little bit of
0: acting, yes, thank you,
1: you know, all that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I will say, um, you definitely did add to my performing arts growing up because you would always drive Fotini and I to our. 100 million dance classes recitals (laughs) plays yeah you know bring us to art shows like you definitely like did contribute in me finding like my passion growing up and always giving us that freedom and you know that space to even like stealing your clothes and having fashion shows oh yeah which by the way eve has the best closet on the planet (laughs) filled with the best designer vintage which made me like Oh, like that's I think that's like what drove me to become a shopaholic and obsessed and addicted with designers and everything. So she definitely was my fashion icon and Aww. definitely, definitely, you know, showed me a whole other world to something that I'm like deeply obsessed and in love with. Well, it was another century. <laughs>
0: and we very much feel it is another century, right? So yeah. it you know, beauty has become um you know, like super filtered and loaded now, and it changes really quickly. It seems that, you know, it's hard to catch up. I mean, fashion always changes in the sense of like trends, and you know, that's the job of fashion, right? You want to have that constant change, and you're catching up and recycling. Oh, that's my... I may... Um, her other
1: children what has
0: changed so much is that beauty has become more culture driven than just nature you know so like from the beginning of time the female body the young female body um was like the the ideal of beauty right and uh, the sense of harmony and and that was connected with like reproduction you know procreation our first job in nature is to reproduce so this kind of you know obsession with beauty is natural to us because that's how we get inspired motivated and 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 you know driven to kind to reproduce um and that's when nature makes us our, our best when we're also our most right, fertile right. yeah <laughs> yeah so and the fact that you know like reproduction, procreation was a mystery, made the the, f- the feminine, the young feminine, so much more, you know, kind of like magnetic and extraordinary because it was impossible to know how this one person becomes two, right? Or, or, or three, right. like just then it, f- it felt like magic. And in a sense, it still is magic, even though we know like the scientific explanation of it. Um, but so we have had like millions of years <laughs> where, we're attracted to what we're attracted, you know. I mean, I mean the word yeah. beauty is kind of like a cultural um, ideal, but also very much what seems, you know, attractive to our eye. And I, th- I feel that with the digital age, um, which is really, you know, come, come on like full force in this millennium, in this 21st century, um, our sense of beauty is very much, filtered by our experience of the screen right right. and by our our um experience of of otherworldly you know ideals like let's say maga right or (laughs) yeah um avatars so um it's not simply based on like um you know, the human ideal of that era and of that culture and of that, like, civilization, um, but something other that's not quite human. Um, So that's, you know, I'm thinking of, I have been thinking about that a lot, and I've been thinking, therefore, about the future of beauty. You know, what beauty is becoming, how it's changing in a way that is, you know, also changing humans, like, evolution wise right completely yeah um so i'm curious about your experience um you know how like your experience with the body the body and the screen you know the body and the viewer um and also of course the industry you know has the industry changed is the industry asking for completely new requirements that weren't really you know happening before um and and the finance, financialization of it all, you know, how that yeah, has changed yeah. too. Because there was no yeah. influencing really until, you know, the end of the 20th century.
1: Well, I will say one thing about all of that, you know, one thing that before social media ever came into play, you know, the mall industry was completely different. How people marketed, how people presented themselves, what even the environment of the industry, you know, is completely different. Um, Just for an, you know, just me and my experience, my first fashion show that I did or any first photo shoots was with charity organizations. And in a way that was influencing, in a way that was another way of marketing to bring to a cause. Influencer social media are influencing either product or awareness or, you know, even like a big campaign like Louis Vuitton. Who would think Louis Vuitton would have a social media campaign but back then you know that was my way of giving back involving myself you know but also doing something i love to at the same time and that's kind of like how i really fell into it unintentionally just by me saying i want to do a good a good cause something that I thought would be great and it, and it did like we helped so many people yeah, and that was just through yeah. you know you came to them probably mm-hmm, you and Fotini mm-hmm, you know or like I did it with the children's hospital and the humane society which I ended up adopting two little schnauzers and that to me was like you know thinking about it now that is kind of like an influence in a way on people we brought that into something else and You know, now we're in a whole other wave um, of social media that does play so much into people's careers and launches careers. Um, But I do agree generations change the way we think of beauty, what we admire on people, the type of person, Um, even big movies or a wave of like sci-fi or Roman history. Those all in a way, you know, dive into what's in style, whether it's makeup or hair or clothing or the way you present yourself on the internet to others. Um, So I think I definitely, growing up as I got into this industry, being so young, I really started at 16. I didn't really have a self of identity and fashion and modeling helped me find my identity in a way and I was able to test limits on what I was comfortable with with whether it was self-expression or makeup or the type of photos I would like to take i made mistakes but I also learned from them and it brought me to where I feel comfortable and what I identify as which is like you know my style I kind of figured out like who I was fashion I also feel like it's a way for you to present who you are in a way is self-expression. You know, it's makeup to me, it's like we're applying art on our body. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, as you, as an artist, I'm sure you can relate Mm -hmm. to that. Your famous eyeliner all the time, you know, your stylish clothing, (laughs) which is so all your clothing. Like I said, Eve is such an amazing vintage closet, but these are all unique finds. These are all kind of rare finds that also express so much of like who she is as a person. The type of colors also affect people's mood when you see them. Um, like I can, sometimes I love looking like an alien and I'll, you know, I'll do like kind of sci-fi clothing a little bit, you know, like whether it's like metallics and, you know, these kind of alien shades and I'll try or my poses, like I'll, you know, be a little quirky and a little weird and a little creepy and a little sci-fi. But then I, other days, you know, I want to feel like pretty and I'll put on a sundress and do my hair light and curl it and take a photo in front of a sunset, whatever. But I, I feel like, Fashion is a way to express your mood, to express who you are, and I do agree with that. It does change throughout decades, and it, my experience, basically, my conclusion, what I'm saying is, after being in so long, I can see how history and trends come back, and how we incorporate, how it's, how we can modernize it today, how we express ourselves as kind of who we are inside, or trying to find who we are. And I think that's going to continue on and continue on as the world's become more accepting. And I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I don't know where fashion could head because it can head in a million ways than yeah. anyone could ever expect. Yeah, I mean, Kim Kardashian wore an all-black outfit to the Met Gala, and everyone still knew who she was. That was an art. That was a statement. And yet again, who would ever think of designing that? But it was genius. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, I, I do think, continue, I would love to see technology more in, involved in fashion. Like Chanel yeah. did a, a collection with light up bags and they were cool and they were so sick. And I think as we continue on, I I would like to see, and I feel like we would see more of technology in fashion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: ready for the matrix. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I'm ready yeah, for the matrix. Yeah.
0: Well, I think we're in it. Mm-hmm. Art.
1: Has influenced fashion mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. and also like who we are. I'm I'm, I'm someone who loves art. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love art. Yeah.
0: Well, I find. I mean, personally, I have always found fashion liberating. You know, like it gets yeah. me out for, of the of the stranglehold, you know, of of my culture. You know, like in Greece, there is a certain way to dress. Everybody kind of looks alike. Everybody wears the same color palette, you know, that European look, right? So when I lived in India, I transformed and I wore like embroidered, multicolored silks and, you know, saris. And when I came to Miami, I started wearing like Southern, you know, Palm Beach (laughs) uh, colorful outfits for the first time. So I think that it is a way to to let us know that we are not limited by how we've been raised, by how we have been taught to think, but what we're told is right and wrong. You know, um, totally. it's a practical and, and like embodying, you know, way to assert some sort of originality and do it again and again and again. Because I feel that when you get stuck in a look... Too much then you're just saying okay i'm not in you know i'm not in my body anymore <laughs> i'm only like yeah. in my mind or my my whatever it is you know my work um but i am not changing which uh, you know which i think is unfortunate because we can only grow by totally changing what we have been you know what we're doing right what we have yeah. become accustomed to um but I am I am thinking that our understanding of beauty is becoming um, harder to define, harder to um, you know harder to. To kind of like you know understand in 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 the most fundamental way you know because there is so much interference from technology there is always interference from like the you know advertisers or those who want to sell right or brands all of that right but this is something else um, which is hard for me to put my finger on but I'm thinking you must you know you must have a kind of like a way of understanding what I'm saying. Um, well, one one change is like small brands come up all the time and yeah. have the ability to kind of g- get a lot of attention, even if it is, you know, short lived, thanks to social media. Um, and they're able to use, you know, young models who want to make it somehow, right? And haven't been discovered. So... Um, that is definitely one thing. There is also the input of like cosmetic surgery. So the body, well, yeah. you know, from Kim Kardashian, who is famous for it, to you know the you know women in like Brazil, you know, who no one will ever know of. But you know, there is a yeah. lot of like, um, kind of like non natural, you know, man made change uh, to to what is beautiful. So there is a different faith. Or trust that what we see is real, right? And we live in a world where we don't know exactly what's real and what's true. Like, you know, misinformation or fake news or fake math, right? Everywhere. So, and I think a lot of that is the influence of the internet. So, uh, how does that affect what's expected of you, you know, as a model? And how the beauty standards are, that you know, that... You kind of like are compared to uh, are changing or staying the same. Um, and your and your you know, your commitment to the industry, right? How does that how do these changes affect that?
1: Well, I do think, and thank goodness, as I got older, the industry has changed a lot compared to how it was a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, I will say, when I first started, I definitely had a different view of modeling on the type of model you were expected to be, what people expected of you, which was being very sick, skinny, drinking juices and only eating salads and doing, you know, there were so many limitations. Like, well, if you're not a five nine model, you can't walk a runway. You cannot do that. You know, you're 5 6 you can't do high fashion because that's only for the super skinny and tall girls or even telling plus-size moms they can't do something or short girls or or people are specifically hiring a specific race or demographic, you know, like I'm so happy and grateful we're getting to a place where we are moving forward and becoming more accepting of everyone and there's a place for everyone because that's true. Beauty is different in everyone's eyes. And everyone truly is beautiful in their own way, whatever it is. I do think I was affected going into modeling, like, oh, I'm not tall enough. Oh, I don't look like this. I don't look like that. Why don't I have sharp, you know, cheekbones? Why don't I have an hourglass figure? You know, because I was always very boxy. I was like, why don't I have an hourglass? You know. Why can I ever be on a runway? Why can't I be on high fashion? Why are they telling me I can only be a swim model because I'm tiny and you know I uh, I'm fully developed and I you know have boobs and a butt? You know what I mean? Like I never could understand and accept that. And thank God stuff has changed where i have been able to say I've been on a runway. I. If I finally got to work with high fashion brands, and I just kept getting the no's and no's and no's. Um, even getting one is such a big deal to me because I was so rejected of it for so long. So even just having one brand that I love and admire and you know respect, the fact that they would even take a chance on me, even now I'm so unbelievably grateful because I was told you can't do that because of your height or, you know, this or that like a million things. I remember people telling me your nose is too big. Your, your neck is really long. You know, you're not curvy enough to do this and that stuff like that. You know, it's like you can't, it's, I think it's so damaging to someone oh, it's so damaging. who can't yeah. do anything, you know, a, a change right then and there. Like, oh, you don't like my nose. All right, let me fix it right now. Right. Like, no, Yeah. that's, That's insane. And the fact that agents tell girls this younger than 18 is disgusting. And I'm happy to say I've seen change as I've been in the industry. Uh, That makes me feel more confident in myself. That makes me feel, you know, I I belong in this industry and Mm -hmm. my flaws are this specific standard. I'm able to achieve my goals because no one's really heart, you know, f- really fixated on that so much anymore to fit the to fit the specific criteria. Right. Um, yeah, and the extreme
0: so, like pound by pound uh, weighing, you know, of of models and the stories yeah, we
1: used to to
0: read of, you know, young yeah. models. Taking drugs to lose weight, you know, uh, facing. To starving assaults. themselves. Right. For, and then losing like, their agency and becoming prey to like older men. Yeah, yeah. Which was kind of like as a result of either that insecurity uh, or being high, you know. Um, yeah. And, and again, like when you're so young, I mean, youth is beautiful, <laughs> period. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah. Right. Um, But also, you know, we our minds do not develop at the same rate as my, our bodies, you know, the more kind of like stuff there is for us to learn with our minds, you know, like the digital world, right, the slower the maturity of our minds becomes. So in the past thousands of years, our minds develop slower and slower and our bodies still like on natural time, you know, when you get your first period, you're, more or less fully developed, right? So there's like, that's almost 10 years lag between when your mind fully develops, which is around 26, to when your body fully develops, which is around 16. So the industry wants exactly. you at 16. <laughs> 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 yeah. And of yeah. course, you know, it's not made clear that, you know, what you're capable of, what decisions and, 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 choices you're capable of making at that age right so you're given full agency as if you were a fully grown adult and i think a lot of you know the the horror stories that we've heard of of you know uh young women becoming you know being taken advantage of um are the result of that you know so yeah as we know more you know like knowledge which has been spreading um has helped kind of like overcome some of all of these you know taboos and inequities
1: mm-hmm. for sure for sure I mean thank goodness people are paying attention to how unsafe the industry was for such a long 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 time and I mean thank goodness for the Me Too movement yeah. you know thank goodness yeah. for that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but no definitely I mean it's it's a hard industry especially going into it at any age, but specifically when you're young mm-hmm. and you are already so... I can't really say for others, but I can say, like, just as a teenage girl, I was already insecure to begin with, you know? Yeah, of course. I didn't know who we're I was. We're all insecure you know? when
0: we are, you know, we like have suddenly we have this body. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. whoa, <laughs> you know, like yesterday yeah. I was a kid and now I'm like, hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. What yeah,
0: like you don't know what to make of it yourself.
1: Yeah, but you know, at that age like you are naive to an extent, to many things. Yeah. And um, you know, it's hard. It is hard to be in that industry young. It is. You don't really know what's okay and what's not. And at least now we have the resources and people have come forward to say, you know, if this happens that is not okay. You know, even the way an agent talks to you or what you're expected to on set, like we have contracts for a reason, you know, like I'm just, I just, I would hope that every agency, every model, anyone that's even curious about getting involved, whether you're a model photographer, even designers, like just educate yourself on what is acceptable, what is not read the contracts and just Mm -hmm. like, you know, Mm -hmm. respect people, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's a lot to put yourself out there mm-hmm. in front of a camera. There's a lot of oh, trust lot. that goes into yeah. every oh, single wow. person on that yeah. team, whether it's hair, makeup, photographer, the yeah. editing, yeah. you know, the oh yeah, the it's designer, a... the clientele. Yeah. How are they going to present you? Per, you know, right? To, you know, to their clients. You know, oh, it's yeah. it's a lot of trust that goes into it that you need to have, and also you need to be secure with yourself. Tell
0: me a little bit about influencing and you know how it works. How I mean, clearly, it's very different than anything yeah. that had happened in the industry in the past. It kind of very tentatively started during the supermodel Sheesh. era, but now it's just like anyone, especially with TikTok, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And I and I'm interested in what you th- how you think that that's affecting the future of branding, right? Um, yeah. And of big name fashion. So yeah, let's start by giving our listeners like a basic explanation of you know what you think influencing is, how it works, does it make enough money uh you know for creators? And then like could it spread and become a big enough trend that it would affect um you know the industry in a fundamental way?
1: Oh, I think it's already doing that. Mm-hmm. I think it's that's been I think that has benefiting from now for, for at least the past couple of years i mean influencing influence the term influencers um you know people with a big platform a platform that in how i kind of related to is kind of like a you're kind of like a billboard in a way and um you know influ you know social media has become such a big billboard for brands in a new way that reaches out to people all around the world who are not, you know, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or using a creator who can take your brand, create something that applies to their brand and launch it, you know, and it attracts a whole different audience. And you those people can see your brand in a different light from this creator's eyes, How what that creator does with their platform, how they could bring a brand or a charity or, or even a destination to go travel and visit. I have done all three. I've worked with brands. I've worked with charities. I, you know, I've gone on vacation and shared the places I've been to and the hotels and the food and, you know, I always try to put out things that I really do believe in, things that I think work, and things that. I think other people would enjoy. Um, so I tried sharing that, you know, that information in the best way I can. And um, I mean, I think it's just only gonna keep going further and further and further, but it's also so dangerous because of social media. So many people have the, have the accessibility to have a big platform that they could use, that could be pretty damaging and can allow people to spread false rumors or false things that probably aren't the best to, have, to be sharing for millions and millions of people. Um, so, I think it can work in both ways for good and evil, honestly. Given yeah. to the right person who yeah. wants it or how to. I think the biggest thing is you have to have the responsibility and capability Of having a platform and making sure that you are presenting and influencing people of the right things um like for instance like i don't think diet teams are the best thing weight watchers and this and that for young girls to think that's okay to take if they you know unless unless this is coming from a doctor don't listen to someone who doesn't have a degree don't take things that you don't have a lot of study or research on that's kind of the only advice you can give to people if you're Listening and influenced by people with a platform, like at least know what you're getting yourself right. into before yeah. you buy anything. Yeah.
0: No, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And, so,
1: you know, I think it's good it's, and evil for the yeah. future and currently.
0: Right. Like our inner judge is really our worst enemy. <laughs> if, oh, for yeah, sure. If we could like figure that out, right? So you are more beautiful than you think. And that's impossible to understand with your mind, you know, but, but it's the truth. Um, and I agree with you. I think you know a lot of the products that we are all using um, in in the pursuit of some kind of like perfectionist ideal that's not real are we're gonna pay for, you know, whether it's like in ten years or fifteen years or thirty years, there will be a price to pay for everything that's unnatural. It, it you know it won't come for free. So we kind of now think you know oh you know it's like uh, if, if it's medical. And yeah, if we're okay with like going back to doctors and medicines to fix more and more problems as they arise, that's fine. But in a sense, we're getting ourselves further away from our balance in the natural world, you know? So yeah, the more natural everyone can be, you know, in their looks, in their food. I mean, within reason, Uh, the more natural, the safer, you know, I I, I think... And I, I mean, yeah, everything in life can be good and bad, you know, uh, depending on excess, you know, how much you know you do it, and and all of that. I I think that the the risk with influencing is that um, it's hard to know when you get a lot of likes or when you get go viral whether it's truly because you are admired or or whether there is like you're an an object of whatever ridicule or just kind of like entertainment or gossip right um and it happens so fast like social media in general is so fast that you can't be left behind so there isn't enough space you know like when i make a work of art um i make a draft and then i take like weeks sometimes you know a couple of months and then i look at it again to figure out what I'm, what I did, and where I want to go with it, yeah. you know. When I write a book, it's years. Um, right. You know, I throw everything in there, and then it takes me years to decide slowly, like what out of all these ideas I'm gonna stay with, right? Well, with this, you know, social media world, there is no time because then you're gonna be left behind, right? In the, by the algorithm. So I think the speed with which everything is moving is kind of like the risk. You know, I think that a lot of, like, creators, uh, you know, inevitably will end up saying and doing um, things that they might not have if they had enough perspective, you know, enough time to kind of, like, sleep on it and plan it and curate it and all of that. Um, so, the I, I don't know, as a result, I don't know what the lasting power of it is. You know, like, in... In traditional art, artistic media, you know, ultimately what we would go for is longevity. You know, to create a masterpiece, right. posterity, right? To leave it behind for the generations, right? So that's you know, social media influencing is still so young and new that it's hard to know um, how that applies. But I do think that um, you know, kind of like. Following, following the the mood, you know, of the crowd, is is both is both kind of elevating and also dangerous and risk taking. Like you know, the, it could drown you. It could pull you under. You know, because there is just like the audience is so vast and invisible, and in and ultimately they are in charge. You know, if if. If by nothing else, by their attention, you know, do you get the attention you seek or not? Because without the attention, right, that's the main, the main commodity. That's where, right, you, the influencers, you know, power comes in. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what I do like about it is the the ability to kind of change our our you know people's minds you know, in ways that are not decided by the men. You know, like you have people who who you, you wouldn't have access to like people who uh, don't believe in the vaccine or, you know, live the van life or, you know, there are all kinds of like anti-mainstream, um, you know, sources that right. become influencers. And I find that really positive, you know, and fascinating. Um, and a lot of them are not... So easily controlled by the you know corporate like global corporate regime, right? The, the advertisers um, because they can make money from like much smaller brands or or you know brands that um, are are not necessarily you know that that like you know have everyday products that are not so um, you know advertising driven. Um, right. But yeah, I am interested in how this huge change um, in our interaction with the screen, with models of beauty, is is changing us. You know, in real time. Like, and that's what I mean by like the future of beauty. Um, like you you know, in your short experience, it has changed already so much. Right. So yeah. at this rate. I, we can only imagine how you know quickly things can change i mean what, tiktok has been around how long now um, not that long and it has already changed you know um what was happening with like instagram influencer, influencers for example or facebook i mean facebook <laughs> which isn't that old yeah. but now seems like a dinosaur
1: i do think in so many ways there's so much like good and light in it because it gives people like you said small businesses the opportunity to go on this platform and their life can change really overnight you know people. i am constantly seeing small brands behind their stuff reaching out just trying to help other designers being like let's collab you know i'll post your clothes buy their clothes and trying to help out and you get to see people and meet. So I've met so many people and really, it's expanded so much for me and finding people, finding brands, finding recipes, you know, obviously I've had, you know, many experiences social media, but in a lot of ways it has affected me in the best way, even as these platforms keep growing and growing, because I get to get more exposed to things that I wasn't before, you know, that's a place where I can process my photography and post and edit and, you know, and express myself and my photo, you know, I get to I place a safe place where I can be creative, and also learn and express myself and connect with my family and my friends and share my experiences and all. Also, it helps with my career in the long run you know, which is amazing. And also it's kind of a nice photo gallery, which I can to and look at these specific parts of my life that I share these beautiful photos of people that I love and share memories. And, you know, I hope it does keep expanding in the right direction so our lives can improve and we can, you know, we have more resources, more accessibility to things that we never seen or right. heard or get to learn and also stay connected to people that we've met across the world and see what they're, right. they're doing. Yeah, I will say, I do not know how to cook. I'm a terrible cook, but because of TikTok recipes, I'm actually becoming kind of decent because they're very <laughs> easy yeah. and doesn't take that much time to cook. And now I'm like learning, you know, good recipes and good stuff. And also that's where I find my music. And also TikTok, like I literally, when I, I use Instagram as a place where I can, like my explore page is, you know, if you don't know what explore page is, it kind of just recommends you things that you would like, relatable people or pages that you follow. And I love going on there and I get to find all my interior design stuff, you know, like, you know, like inspos and or shops that relate to the photos that, that I like, you know, like, oh, I really like that share on that one photo. Oh, this is where I can buy it. You know stuff like that, um, and and TikTok, like I said, like I can search fall trends and see like all oh, these boots are really cute. This is a thing right now. That's cool and neat, or some, or even a style I would never even think of putting together, like using lug warmers for my everyday life with like a mini skirt. And I'm like, wait, that's so pretty. You know, that's like a ballet. That's like ballet, like a ballerina. Um, what was like one trend, or like I saw a girl use like belts, you know, as a choker. And I, I'm like, or use a million belts to make a skirt. You know, it, it also like shows you new ways to style and use things. So, but but again, like I signed up for social media when I was 12 years old. I am now 23, and the fact that I've I've kind of been, you know, like a guinea pig for social media, and even I I don't know if I would say rise with it, but you, I, I yeah, I did I did rise with it, and became oh, yeah. an influencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing it, like, grow step by step by step while I also changed and grew with it. It's amazing to see how it's affected my life, my everyday life, Mm -hmm. and so many things that I do and use. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I do think it it has changed and evolved with us as we are changing and evolving with it. So, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. it's kind (laughs) of like a, a democratization, you know, because, like, Couture has always been for the super rich, you know, that's, that's what it does. You know, it's been this way since like the time of the royal courts and (laughs) so it, you know, it pays for itself that way, but you can now have such an amazing experience in fashion without even bothering or thinking about you know like the few pieces that are coming out you know early on you know pre-season and what they like you can exclude yourself from that and still have a very kind of like uh you know a, a, an experience in the front lines of fashion thanks to social media and and yeah. th- this
1: kind of like faster churn. i'm i'm lucky to have a platform where i get to express myself and You know i now want to be more involved in charities i want to bring awareness to stuff that i feel really passionate about i want to help more i don't want to just be a pretty face on my instagram i want to change that i want to make a business but i also want to help others and Mm -hmm. there's so much i can do oh yeah i have somewhat of an impact and i feel the responsibility of having it and being given it i need to use it you know oh yeah for good and stuff that i I can resonate with Yeah. yeah
0: So thank you, Chanel. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing your beautiful story. And uh, uh, thank you everyone out there for listening and for being with us this week. You can find Chanel on all social media under Chanel Margot. It will be in the notes. And until next week, keep speaking beauty and love (laughs) (laughs) and
1: Eve. Perfect.
0: Could make love incessantly. I would be God.